Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, hey, we're back with minute 15 of High School Musical, Wildcat Minute here in the house. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And Condra, guess what? What? We have a guest. <gasps> That's very exciting. Let's bring her in. Alice Lauren, hello. Hey, what's up, Wildcats? How are you? Oh, Great, oh, you now know. that you're here. I'm here. <laughs> I made it. Yeah. Uh, I- Alice, what click would you be in if you were in if you were in East High? Oh my god, which one would I be in or which one do I want to be in? I I've always grown up wanting to be the popular girl. I I'd kill to be Sharpay. Like let's <laughs> let's be honest here. I yeah, I want I want to be the blonde princessy popular girl. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't want to be a basketball boy? Um I mean, I'm sure they're they're pretty revered, and you know everyone everyone likes a jock. But uh, but yeah, at least relating as a girl, I don't know why they didn't have a girls basketball team that I've seen there. But yeah, I I, I think I'd rather be the the beautiful, popular Disney princess. <laughs> cool, excellent choice. So yeah, Alice, thanks so much for coming on. I guess the the main question is, um, yeah. what 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 do you like about High School Musical so much? Yeah, what do I like about it? I mean. I, I mean, I grew up doing theater. I love theater. I sing, I act, I do comedy, do podcasting, all these different fun things. So it's, I mean, it's definitely right up my alley. So, so obviously the musical aspect, I'm a huge romantic. I mean, I love any good love story, whether you think this is a good love story or not, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, this is kind of in the same vein as, as Greece, which is an interesting love story as well. But yeah, I mean, it's it's romantic, it's got singing, it's got cute boys, what else do you need? <laughs> All good things. And we actually make the Grease comparison here a lot, mm-hmm. so great great for bringing up Grease. Without fail, it comes up at, at least oh, once yeah. a week. Yeah. I'll introduce the minute, and then we can get rolling a little more. I just yeah. haven't introduced the minute yet. So, minute 15 starts with Chad fearing musicals, saying that musicals are frightening, and it ends with a weaving drill that continues into the next minute and during this weaving drill we are getting the song get your head in the game so yeah a new song song number two all right so by blur back to hearing about alice's reasons for um coming on today so you say you love theater but what you wanted something with zeke in it was your part of your I request? I don't think you Zeke was even Zeke. like. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess Zeke was technically in this minute. I, I guess I got like the the bunch of cute boys minute. I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'd say Zeke comes more a little so more than, than Zeke. There was some, yeah, some guys. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, who was that guy? Which is like kind of creepy. I think, like, it feels like. I didn't realize, like, how young Zac Efron, you know, <laughs> was then. I don't know how old he was. I don't feel like doing math, but he was how 17. old he was. Was he 17? I had a feeling he was probably, like, 17 during that time, where now I'm like, yeah, I don't want to look like look at any of these boys like that. Although, it's Disney casting. Maybe some of them were 20 or something. But, yeah, it was, it was interesting just to kind of be like, wow, everyone looks like little, little cherubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alice, if it's not too much, like, were you, like, growing up with this movie or, like, such that, like, Zac Efron, like, it would have made sense for you to, like, have a crush on Zac Efron or? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Retroactive kid crush. Yeah, no, no, I think he was. uh, Yeah, I mean, I always thought he was, you know, super hot and yeah, you know, he's attractive, I'm sure. You know, Corbin Blue. I mean, all, yeah, it's, it's a bunch of pretty people in a school, like, the main actors are the background actors. 
are normal Maybe. people. Are normal people? <laughs> Maybe. May- you know what? Yeah. Yeah, there were some basketball players that I'm like, hmm, where did you where did you walk out of? <laughs> <laughs> Although it's, it's a real high school, so they might as well have just been like, yeah, that's fine. Come on. Yeah, in the earlier hallway minutes, uh, you definitely see some of these background people that were like, yeah, no, they definitely just go to East High, like the real <laughs> school, and they're just walking around. They just look that much younger. So yeah. before the song starts, we we get the end of this kind of dialogue between Troy, that's his name, <laughs> and Chad. Yeah, yeah. yeah Troy kind of says like, oh, I thought it might be a good laugh, as in like, because he was floating the idea of auditioning for the musical. And then he yeah. says, and, you know, Sharpay's kind of cute. Which is him kind of testing the waters to see what Chad will say. And Chad is vicious. Yeah, oh my gosh. Calls her a mountain lion and how you don't want to pet it. Which, strong innuendo there, I feel like. Oh, that's true, yeah. Like, I wasn't talking about petting her, Chad. (laughs) Wait, so uh... are you saying you should kiss a mountain lion? No, you shouldn't (laughs) do anything with a mountain lion, Tyler. They're very dangerous. That's the point Chad was trying to make is Sharpay is very dangerous. Oh, okay. (laughs) And he delivered that line, like, not in a super bad acting Disney way. I think that, you know, I just was watching that over and over and like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's. You know, he, he seemed pretty pretty calm, didn't seem like, you know, sometimes I think with these, you know, Disney actors, especially some of these newer, or sort of newer Disney shows, where it's like, just this big, manic, I, I forgot what it's called, chew, was it chewing, I forgot the phrase is chewing the wallpaper, <laughs> I forgot what it is, <laughs> you know, or you're just like, you know, big and loud and, and whatever, but no, he, he handled himself pretty well. I was trying to watch, obviously, everyone's acting a bit more and see kind of, did it look, did it look ridiculous? Yeah, they're they're playing to the back row a lot of times in these Disney yeah. shows, which is weird because that's a that's literally a theater thing and it's not a a screen acting thing. Yeah, but I think part of it is like that made me think of like back row. A lot of these kids do come from theater backgrounds. Like mm-hmm. Corbin Blue came from a theater background. Uh, yeah. Ashley Tisdale, same kind of deal. So yeah, it makes sense that they do have this like very grandiose, exaggerated. Yeah. And I'll give Zac Efron credit, like, when he delivers the line about Sharpay being kind of cute, like, you can yeah. see it in his face that, and in the tone of his voice that, like, he's saying it and he, like, kind of means it, but he kind of yeah. doesn't, like. Yeah, that was, it was just interesting that you said he was kind of trying to get a rise out of, out of Chad, because it felt like he kind of was like, maybe she is cute, maybe I should. Troy is very vulnerable and has lots of feelings and no outlet for them other than <laughs> yeah. aggressive singing, which we will see in this oh, minute. I'm so, I'm kind of so sad that like he didn't sing, like he, it wasn't Zac Efron singing that mm. I mean, most of the songs, but then I was like, yeah, obviously this is, especially, I mean, I, I'm living for the, the big, you know, belting moments and like, yeah, you know what, Drew Seeley should have just had this sometimes I, I was even thinking of like if someone else was cast instead of him would they have been as as big as Zac Efron is now although he's kind of fallen off the radar recently but it's interesting yeah, to think it, about it is really interesting and especially where in the other the next two movies Zac Efron does sing yeah and what happens to Drew Seeley and Looking into this song, Get Your Head in the Game a little more, I found out Drew Seeley helped write the lyrics and music yeah. for this song, which is crazy to think about. Like, this kid performer is writing a song for a major TV movie that, like, created a franchise. 
Cause was, so. was Drew kind of a, a, a kid at that time, too? Or he's a bit older? I was trying to think. A, a bit older, but still relative, like, within young, the age like, bracket of 20s, all the other yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah. It is very noticeable in this minute that um, Zac Efron is not singing this song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even, I think, if it were to be the case that Zac Efron was singing, but it was still a dub because you'd have to dub this kind of sequence because of all the noise... It still would have come out weird, but I wonder if it would have come out as weird as this one does. Yeah. Yeah, Condra, I mentioned this to you yesterday when I first watched the minute, but I when like my first reaction to this scene is was very mixed. I was like, I don't know if this is like fun or the worst thing I've ever seen. It's so campy that it's fantastic. So campy. Yeah, I would like when you sent this to me and I was like, I I mean, I don't remember like every single song in the movie, but I was like, oh, this might be like my least favorite. But then watching it again, and I'm like, but it is so, like, it, it's so like like cool and, and slick and choreographed, and the the, the sound of the sneaker scuffing is genius. That's genius that they put that you know kind of you know the that sound in the in the song is it like that's amazing. Yeah, the- I think. Well, I was just going to say, uh, Kenny Ortega, I think this is kind of his bread and butter, this kind of sequence. So yeah. that subtle music with the choreography and really getting this capture, he does male dancing really, really well. Yeah. And in really creative ways. So I think this is like, this is the Kenny Ortega song of the film, I think, if anything. Yeah, where I was kind of like, well, I mean, not that this song is like purely about sports, obviously, but. I was like, oh, this is the sports song. This isn't the love song, although it's partially <laughs> a love song. But uh, but I was like, oh, I don't know. But then, yeah, obviously, seeing how how slick it is was so was was so interesting how they could put all that stuff together. I was gonna say, I think it's the intro to the song where they're doing the little drills, and then it coalesces into like, oh, a song's happening. I thought that was a really cool effect the first time watching it. But I think it kind of looks like it, like it. <sighs> Like, it wasn't really natural. Like, it was just kind of like, you know, like, like as if it was a, a stage, I think we were, we were saying before. Like, you know, Chad turns around, walks back, you know, gets into position. Okay, and now, song. Ba-bam, you know. <laughs> oh, the minute so- the singing starts, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Or, but, yeah, or the, or the, yeah, the dance part, or whatever, yeah, whatever starts. But when they're, it, but- the shots are just, like, the guys passing the ball back, like, behind yeah. their backs and like the Dialogue guy like crawling on the ground yeah yeah <laughs> creating the beat of the song without actually having any of the lyrics in the song yeah oh, yeah oh that's yeah that's that's great yeah although it was it was interesting i think even like reading the wiki because at first i thought oh they're it, it's getting your head in the game from like not thinking about musicals but then reading the wiki it was like oh no it's about you're thinking about a girl because i was kind of thinking about it at first you know they're they're just talking about like no, forget theater. Yeah, I guess I it's kind of both cow. at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there is some sort of intertwined. Troy has associated Gabriella with singing. Yeah. In a way that isn't necessarily like they're not they're not able to be separated in his brain at this moment because he he connects this joyous feelings of being with Gabriella uh, at, with the same kind of yeah. adrenaline rush he gets with singing. Yeah. Which is oh, kind of wow. exciting. That's a that's well, a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> the association, yeah. Here's here's my take on the song cuz not having seen this before, I guess my interpretation of this song 
came more from the idea, because I guess I didn't really know who sang the song. I didn't realize it was Troy who sang the song. Um, so my interpretation was either that it was going to be like Chad singing the song, like not to Troy, but like in general. Yeah. And also that the song in general, Get Your Head in the Game, is kind of just for, for mo- like a sports pump up song, like broadly. And that, that Zac Efron, it like almost like there should be a reprise of the song later. Like right now it's just like yeah. a bunch of basketball boys doing the song, Get Your Head in the Game. And that's like, okay, this is basketball, let's get your head in the game. And then later they're playing basketball and they're like, there's a reprise and Zac Efron's like, oh, what's going on? Like, I should be concentrating. I need to get my head in the game because that's a pre-established theme from earlier. But here it's kind of just all, I feel like, stuffed into this one scene. But again, I don't know if it does come back later. It might. (laughs) I don't remember. I was about to ask because I couldn't remember. I feel like you're right. It should come back in a tiny way. They already have these other ones. Yeah, the theme of Get Your Head in the Game is constantly repeated throughout any basketball scene. You at least hear it once, but the song itself is a standalone. I think that's the difference between like a TV movie and like a theatrical musical or a Broadway play where you have that ability in time to do a reprise. Like you want to pack as many songs in a TV movie, which is usually like 90 minutes as possible, where theatrical release or a Broadway play you have a little more time to play with and can afford to just throw in a repeated theme in terms of song so we'll hear get your head in the game but just not the the, the music also I had a weird association because Corbin Blue is also in the movie Jump In and what's the song from Jump In that has like a similar sports vibe Oh, gosh. Oh. Isn't it Push It to the Limit? I think it's made yeah. that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, but I somehow feel like I just know. <laughs> yeah. I kind of associate that song with this song. Like, they're just kind that. of sports huh. songs. <laughs> yeah. Even the the sports song, well, there's a few sports songs in um, High School Musical 2, but the Corbin Blue sports song in High School Musical 2 even kind of had similar vibes to this song. I think it's the presence of Corbin Blue. Oh my god, it is like like the same song, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is, yeah. It's actually like, it's amazing. Yeah, so I think Corbin Blue just brings out this certain energy. Like like he was saying, he's afraid of musicals, so you gotta bring some of that hip-hop or rock into it. Yeah. And kind of, kind of to get back to a point from earlier, like as the sports song, it is kind of meant, not not entirely like meant to appeal to boys, but it does kind of have that like, like this is the song that like will seem cool to like the sports kids and like, oh yeah. like it's not like a Broadway song like you were just saying like, it's like a cool like hip hop basketball song. I mean, I feel like I I feel like this song kind of brought musicals to this larger audience i mean i think the movie brought to a larger audience but i think even someone who's like oh i hate musicals oh i don't get it like it really it it makes this cool for boys you know who who maybe wouldn't be who maybe are jocks or maybe wouldn't you know necessarily seek out a musical and kind of the subtext that i see with a lot of musicals i i kind of talk about this when i when i think about west side story a lot is that like a lot of times like there's a weird subtext in musicals where like people don't realize how good at dancing they are and so I feel like if Chad, like if Chad could kind of make this meta realization that he's like doing this really cool dancing scene, he would realize, oh, I'm actually really good at this. I should like, like I shouldn't judge, I shouldn't judge singing and dancing. Like it's actually a worthwhile skill that I can put like my own spin on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, I don't know. <laughs> Chad is a very interesting character, and yeah. I think Corbin Blue does a good job of portraying, like, the standoffish jock in a way that, like, contrasts with Troy's very emotional, vulnerable, very aware, and, like, not super, like, confident in themselves though everyone else has the confidence in them. So I think those two play off each other really well. Even just in the beginning where they were speaking to each other, like, Chad knows what he is and is, like, gonna run with it, but Troy is not 100% sure right now. Now, do we want to talk about the intricacies of the uh, the basketball logic in the lyrics? <laughs> yeah, I was like, shoot the outside, Jay. What? Like, I also kind of thought maybe it was like someone was named Jay on the team, you know? Like, come on, shoot the outside, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's talk basketball and let's start this never-ending basketball makes no sense in High School Musical conversation. Because it's <laughs> not going to ever. So let's go. We started this last week. Um, so we started this last week, Alice, with the idea that why are they practicing right now? There's no coach. When are they practicing? Because Troy is detention after school, so this is obviously not after school. Oh, yeah. And I did a little bit of digging. This seems to be during a free period, so the coach would not be present. But then it's unclear why they're in full uniform. And... And they all have Who's... to have the same one. You know what, though? If any school is going to make, you know, have, have sports kind of, you know, revolve around sports, I mean, it's, it's going to be this one. I could see, nope, they're all having the same free period. They mm-hmm. don't need to go to school. They don't need to have any. They just, just, just basketball. They also oh, have yeah. their names on their jerseys, which is very unique for, like, a high school level. Is it? Yeah. I, I, think, I don't know necessarily. Not varsity. Like, my varsity field hockey team, I had my name on the back of the jersey. Okay, I don't know. I never had my name on a jersey in like in high school, because you kind of reuse the same jerseys every year. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but I think you both are right on point. Where like this school cares about basketball, it is how they have their name and and how they're known. So they're gonna they're, bend over backwards for these boys, basically. But they're giving oh, they- a lot of money to that. They seem to be, you know, funding. A lot for the the drama program, I think. I'm trying to imagine. For having multiple musicals a year? Or yeah, multiple performances? big things, yeah. Especially when you get yeah. to High School Musical 3, you're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, the yeah. banners in the background say, Community, yeah. Respect, Strength, and Knowledge. I wonder if those are like their core values that they plaster over things, and then it's really just our core value is basketball. <laughs> Wait, isn't this? Yeah, this was the one where there's just a huge picture of Troy, right? Like a huge. Yeah, yeah, we haven't <laughs> seen that yet, though. Yeah, <laughs> but but still, yeah, and this, like, like in how much they revere their jocks, you know. But but strength is a weird core value to have. Yeah. Like community, respect, and knowledge all make sense for a school, but strength is just a I little. Mean, inner could be oh, like oh, emotional strength. strength. There's a yeah. lot of fighting in this school. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fist fights. Yeah, the clicks are really intense. Like, okay, so the sort of status quo, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the the first line of the song is "gotta fake right and then go left, break left." I thought it was yeah, um, or whatever. And the, so, and then visually, what's happening is, or yeah, I think you have it right, Condra. Um, yeah. What whatever it is, it's it's not like the directions are wrong, but whatever, like, but it's like mirrored so that what we're seeing on camera is technically correct. But what's hap- like, but what would be yeah. actually happening from Troy's perspective is 
backwards? No, he fakes to the right and then goes left, and we're seeing it in reverse. Okay. He's he's doing the same drill he was doing at the cabin at the ski lodge at the beginning of the okay. yeah. movie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So he's doing it right, but the way like the way visually it looks to us is it, wrong. Yes. Okay. So it looks really jarring and <laughs> yeah. And then so, the, it kind of just raises this question of like, well, is it like state is it like left from the perspective of like one of the one of his teammates who's like facing up court or is it left from his perspective who's facing down court? It's from his perspective. So yeah. whatever that would be. Okay. And then you have got to watch out for the pick. Is that what they call it in basketball? It's a very yeah. that's a very football term. Um it, well the the pick a pick in basketball, I mean there is such thing as an interception in basketball which is kind of like yeah when like when you get a steal on a pass. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but technically a pick is when like one guy like one one off- offensive player that doesn't have the ball like runs in front of a defensive player and like stands up straight so that the other guy can dribble by him and the defender gets like kind of waxed into the the offensive player. What? They ho- it's like, called a pick and roll normally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which is something theoretically you would watch out for, but in, in the lyrics it kind of sounds like you're watching it out for it as if it's something the defense would do, and it's not. It's something the offense would do. Maybe he's just referring to that's where he, like, he's looking for his pick so he can move. Yeah. I don't know. And then, yeah, the outside J... Like, there is such a thing as, like, a J-hook or whatever. I don't remember. But it's kind of nonsensical. It definitely reads as if it, especially in the second time he says J and he does that, like, aggressive pointing thing, which is super weird and, like, (laughs) one of the cringiest dance moves in this whole song, which is saying something. I I thought it was hilarious when he goes to, to... make the basket and it's just like the camera cuts away you see the, the ball going i'm thinking like there's no way like i'm not saying he like cannot score a basket but like that was just you know you don't you know, like you you see him you know shoot the ball i don't know if it's, yeah, i guess it's still shooting the ball from out there shoot the ball and then it's just like you don't see him you just see the ball go in so i just clever editing or whatever <laughs> well in the next minute he does shoot a shot yeah yeah and chad catches the rebound in a very awkward way, Alice, mm. to get to your point of, like, that shot doesn't make sense because the way Chad caught the rebound doesn't make sense because you <laughs> wouldn't catch it at waist level. you catch yeah. a rebound above your head. Right, Like, right. that's the point. So, yeah, that was also, yeah, basketball's, basketball's weird. <laughs> the, the main thing going on in the basketball in this kind of whole song is that Zac Efron is doing a lot of, like, bouncing mm. and, like, that's like his main form of dancing is like this kind of like head bob bounce thing. (laughs) And like, and everyone like, and everyone else is kind of like relatively keeping their feet planted on the ground. And he's doing a lot of bouncing just kind of around in between them. He's like a hyperactive puppy around older dogs. And it's just like, (laughs) can't stay still. (laughs) Uh, And then when they break to do the three band weave, it's, it's not actually as bad. It's, it's pretty good. Like it looks like real basketball practice. Yeah. Although the break to a three, like you have to usually verbally say, all right, we're going to do a three man weave, like line up and stuff. And they just like very smoothly go into it. And I'm like, man, this would never happen in a real basketball. (laughs) Yeah. And they're doing it pretty tight. Uh, They're keep like they're pretty close together and it's pretty well choreographed. So I'll give them that. They're definitely playing to the camera Mm. in that sequence. Yeah. That's kind of, I'm kind of out of notes now. Um, (laughs) I know, I was like, 
I mean, yeah, it's kind of looking at, it almost looks like the ball, like in one of the shots, the ball's kind of almost getting away from him too. Like there's like a little, maybe a little mistake, kind of like they didn't, they didn't catch that like, oh, whoops, oh, the ball's about to roll away. I don't know. It's just it's like, I was trying to kind of watch closely, like closely, especially they kind of are focusing on the, the one-on-one tiny little dribble action they have going on. Speaking of one-on-one tiny little dribbles, Zeke getting up from the ground and doing, like, tiny dribbles to standing. That's yeah, actually yeah. really hard and was actually kind of impressive oh, yeah. to see. Oh, that's so impressive, that was, yeah. Yeah, I like a lot of those little skills that are shown throughout that, kind of, especially during the intro, that's, like, a lot of, like, little basketball, t- like, moments that are nice. Yeah. Oh, the one thing I will say is that it's really funny because Zac Efron is singing the song, but then the, the basketball boys eventually join in as a kind of chorus and say, we got to get our, get our, get our, get our head in the game. Mm-hmm. And it's just very silly. <laughs> also, they say head and not heads, which is weird. They're a collective unit, Ty. There's no I in team. <laughs> they only have one head, which is Troy's head. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're, they're telling us. They're telling the little, you know, boy at home, little girl at home, like, you better get your head in the game. I think, yeah. So it's a motivational speech. All right. <laughs> I think so. Think, I'm just thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it now without the music and someone reading it straight and saying, you gotta get your, get your, get your head in the game. Yeah. We gotta get our, get our, get our heads in the game. I, I, just... didn't, I didn't listen to them, but I saw there were like different par- parodies, like a Bella Thorne parody, like a Lilo and Stitch kind of, what? <laughs> Parody, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's what I, I think it was it on the wiki. I don't remember, but yeah. it was interesting. I'm like, oh. This song is very present in the same way. Like, we're all in this together at the parks and stuff because it's very catchy yeah. and dancey. Yeah. So I definitely could see this being like one of those little things that they take out and throw it into other shows and stuff as like an Easter egg or a reference and being like, hey, you know this cool sports song that you liked from this movie? Well, let's make it relevant in another situation. Yeah, it says, Get Your Head in the Game appears in Stitch Meets High School Musical. What? Oh, I'm now imagining Stitch singing it, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a park kind of thing. I'm very curious now. I'm curious. I know. I know. Oh, no, now I'm going to, oh, no, I don't want to go down a YouTube rabbit hole right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, should we, should we call it here and come back on Thursday for more of this song? I mean, I'm game. <laughs> All right. Yeah. S- see you guys in two days. <laughs> I should ask Alice where people can find them on the internet. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm on Twitter at PodSocialite, which, you know, just because I want to be Sharpay, I feel like. <laughs> I am <laughs> trying to call myself a um, But yeah, at PodSocialite. And my TikTok, for any of you kids out there, <laughs> is at PodcastSocialite. Uh, my, my Facebook is Alice Lauren. L-A-U-R-E-N. And just podcast-wise, I'm a recurring panelist on the Now You've Seen It podcast. We're on a little bit of a hiatus now, but we talk about just different kinds of, of classic movies, and we talk to people who have never seen the movie, and then they watch it for the podcast, obviously, and we just kind of see, you know, why do they miss it, and how do they like it, basically. And a lot of these are movies that I have never seen as well, because I'm a little bit, a little bit deprived of movies, but anyway, it's super fun. I'm on a ton of other minute podcasts as as a guest and everything. So yeah, just look at my social media and talk to me and check it out. 
Cool. Thank you. Great. Thanks. Tandra, what about what about us? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Our, our Gmail is AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at tgoldenart on Instagram. And our music by Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I've been Condra. I've been Tyler. And I've been Alice. And hey, um, we'll catch you next Thursday. You can bet on it. <laughs>